clock right on the dot. We did it, guys. We finally came back on time. Incredible, life-changing, inspirational. Look at that. We got a new board seen. operator. Chris, you should board operate for us every Thursday. All right, then do you want to pay my gas bill for when I drive an hour and a half each way to get here? <laughs> uh, we will uh, send that over to Mike Pavlichko for reimbursements. Yeah, our station can't afford reimbursements. Come on. Not, not with the budget we got this fall semester, no. We had to negotiate Troy's contract extension, all right? It wasn't easy. I agree. I agree. No, that's that's true. Troy D. Savino is a... Uh, is a key one. And we also pay some buyouts for Muffin and, and, and Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake was expensive. <laughs> Jake was really expensive, especially with that board hopping experience. Oh, my goodness. Uh, really got to us. Anyway, we'll, we'll just borrow against uh, Chris Ash's buyout. It's all good. <laughs> okay. We'll see if Chris Ash still has a job after this year. Because, um, you know, a lot of reporting down there that Tom Herman might be out. But uh, we'll see. Um, so... Uh, guys, welcome back to Hour 2. We got Mike Nichols, Doug Willig, Dennis Geisler, myself, Raja, Chris Akonis running the board for us um, due to the coronavirus uh, situation. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll throw into Hour 2. We just got some breaking news from Chris uh, that Rutgers-Syracuse, we might see... Uh, well, everything's on the table now. Syracuse has a positive test. Um, there's a few players being contact traced, but they're still playing their night game tonight for Niagara. What do you think, guys? We discussed it a little bit. What do you think the implications for this um, for this upcoming game? Is it a positive sign that they're still playing tonight, considering the situation? I think it's a positive. I mean, if you look at Syracuse Athletics on Twitter in their statement, they said that the situation includes other members of the team sitting out tonight's game as a result of our contact tracing protocol. And it's result of a test that occurred last week. So, I mean, if they're still playing... I'm no medical expert. I'm not like you, Raj. But I think that if they're still playing tonight, that has to be a good sign, right? I mean, if there's potential things could get worse by the Rutgers game, won't they not be playing tonight? Or is it, on the other hand, is it a poor decision that they're playing tonight? I I personally think that the fact that they're playing tonight is a good sign, but... I don't understand why they are playing tonight. I think if your team is practicing on a daily basis, which I believe these college basketball teams are, and you've and you put together on the side four people, unless those people are on the bench and they don't play with the with the with the first team unit or something or the second team unit, then I could see potentially that they wouldn't um, be be uh, exposed to each other. But I think these players are you know have a pretty strong relationship with one another, um, and that really makes me doubt why they would still be playing against each other. I mean, playing this game tonight. I think if I was Syracuse, you'd probably cancel the game. There's probably some information we don't know. That's what my personal belief is. Yeah, yeah I just want to uh, add a little bit of context here. The ACC, I don't know what the Big Ten is doing, but the ACC has installed uh, contact tracing software into the fabric of the jerseys. So that allows them to contact trace everybody. Oh, Okay, so that's, that's cool. very cool. That is so that's very, encouraging. Very yes. So okay. So that makes more sense now. Um, and, and Chris Tacone is always with the with the reporting um, right on time. Chris, your sources. Uh, you can, can you confirm that with the sources or no? Um, let's just say my sources from Syracuse haven't been talking to me in a while. Yeah. Is that an old source mm. or a new source? It's a Twitter source. Oh, so it's not a new source or an old or an old source. I mean, I'll take I'll take any source as long as it's you know. I mean, nothing could be worse than Manish, so I, I trust anyone in the Syracuse beach. <laughs> okay, 
Okay. Not really relevant, but uh, I just like taking shots at Manish. So, you know. Chris Acuna is always into the feuds with others for no reason. Did you see the pictures, Chris, of uh, of the guy that was practically doing his job for him? No, I didn't. Uh, give me a little context on this. So, um, pretty much there was a guy on Twitter who, like, tweeted out uh, that he texted Manish made a text in him the, uh, like, press conference, like, the questions to ask, uh, you know, Adam Gase and what say. Like, Manish didn't actually go to the press conference. The guy asked the questions for him and whatnot. Um, if you give me some time after our next break, I could definitely get you the guy's name, Chris. But it was definitely very interesting. Okay. I am interested in this story. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely get you some information. I should make I, that I a Twitter poll story, for our actually. Jets followers. Would you uh, accept any amount of money to go to a press conference for Manish? No. Well, that's what happens when you get your credential taken away for being a weirdo. So, you know. Yeah, a bunch of people are talking saw, about that you on saw, Twitter. You saw he told Joe, he texted Joe Douglas or something saying your son's eating vanilla ice cream. Yeah, he was like watching the GM's son. Like, I think they were at, like, a game or something. And that was why, uh, that's why he got his credentials revoked. He texted that it that is... he was, his son was eating ice cream? Yeah, yeah basically, at a, at a like, ah, I'm watching you and your child right now, <laughs> which is so strange. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Forget credentials. How is this man not on, like, some government list? Yeah. Whose fault is that's that? That's a great question. It's Manisha's you know, fault. That's the most wanted. It's Manisha's fault. All right, all right. Well, that's enough. All right, that's enough bashing. All right, Chris, go settle your own battles. Why are you getting so defensive of Manish Mehta? Why are you not getting so defensive? Because he's the worst reporter in the history of reporting, maybe ever. <laughs> it sounds like a feud. It sounds like a feud. No. All right. All right, Chris. We'll just let you be. Why, why, why'd you just board up, Chris, like we told you to? Shut up, Raj. You don't know what you're talking about. That's true. I usually don't know what I'm talking about most of the time. Um, <sighs> anyways, anyways, okay. So, so I, I mean, I think Chris provided the biggest news for us uh, with the tracking. So, let's move on to the next topic. Let's talk and dive into the NFL and the slate this week. Guys, we discussed it a bit. I'll start off with the easy ones. Uh, Jets, Raiders, what do you guys think? Uh, I'm really liking the Jets this week. They've made some real improvements, and uh, I think that they have a really after that uh, after that 23 team. loss against against the Dolphins. So you're really gonna go um, with the with the yeah with the Jets? yeah. I mean, you know, the Raider the Raiders coming off a pretty tough loss. You know, the the Jets are on a bit of an upswing. I think this is the week that they finally turn it around and really uh, get it done. I think under uh, the the great leadership I really of hate Adam Gates. Sarcasm. Um, oh my god. <laughs> <that was laughs> sarcasm. <laughs> um. You couldn't even yeah, say the that. Raiders looked awful week. last week, but they're still gonna win. They did. They looked garbage. They lost what by thirty-seven points, forty-three to six. Yeah, forty-three-six against the Falcons. Not Ouch. even a good team. Yeah, I thought they were gonna blow that lead though in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying, Doug? <laughs> He's been the recipient of that. His team has been the recipient of one of those wins. So, um, yeah, yeah. The 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 Falcons hold on. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a bloodbath. I mean, that was awful. The offense just could not move the ball. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, this is an offense that was keeping up with uh, the Chiefs' offense a couple weeks ago. That's like, what's so I, shocking. They lose by three points, right, against the Chiefs. That happened. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just mind-boggling to me that they, they got crushed by the Falcons. But I knew the Falcons had a potent offense. I didn't know that, that the Raiders would put up six points. Um, but yeah, yeah, I got the Raiders on this one. I, I'm not going to ask Mike because we know the way things are rolling with them. Doug, I'm guessing you're going with the Raiders as well because well, that's what FPI is pointing towards. Yes, sir. Okay, perfect. All right, let's let's uh, let's just run through this uh, slate real quick. Um, where do you got some opinions on the Giants and the Seahawks? What do you guys think about the Eagles and the Packers? Uh, the Eagles are bad. I feel like the fact yeah. that they were on top of the uh, NFC East for so long was kind of tampering the fact that they were so bad, as well as having like a win and a tie out of division were kind of like lowering the people thinking they were bad. But uh, yeah, the Eagles are bad. They need a new quarterback. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Carson Wentz. They need a new quarterback, mean... a new GM, a new head coach. I think they need everything new. Well, Joe I think that's from Joe. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe I, mean, yeah. Hurts, I don't no? know why they haven't benched Carson Wentz yet. Like the he's been turning the ball over. He's been getting sacked. I mean, obviously. It's not entirely his fault, but still, I mean, you have you have that rookie there. Why don't you go for the change? I agree with you. I mean, I would go for the change stat. Like, he looked bad, man. I mean, Wentz looked bad. He had one good drive, I remember, in that whole game, and that was near the end of the first half, but that was it. Um, besides that, he was atrocious, and I don't know. I, I don't know what to do with that team. I think that team is in so much trouble. Um, uh, do personally you believe in Jalen Hurts? I, I don't, but him. I'm sure I he's mean, better than Carson Wentz, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we should just see, right? Like, should we just give him a, a shot? Or not we, but you know what I mean. Uh, I wouldn't disagree with you, Doug. But he, I, I don't think he's going to be any better than Carson Wentz. There's I don't potential. Think I mean, Wentz you never know with a rookie. No, that's true. You're definitely right about that. Yeah, I, it's just like with rookies, I mean, you don't know. Like, you really don't. I mean, no one... I mean, people thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be good, right? But, like, he was the, the 10th pick in that draft. Like, he he didn't start his rookie year. Like, he started week 17, but really he started behind Smith. It's to be really and bad. He, and he turned out to be, like the great, like, the greatest quarterback in the league. And the greatest quarterback we've seen in years, right? Like, you don't know what you're going to get out of a rookie. And I'm not saying, you know, he's going to be Mahomes. Obviously, no one is going to be Mahomes. But still, like, you want to put him on the field, right? Just to see what's going on. You already know Carson Wentz. You know Carson Wentz is not playing good. You know the NFC East, I mean, it's still up for grabs. Any team really has a shot at winning. You can look at that with intuition. You could look at it with the FPI that I always cite, right? Like, every team has a shot to win that division. Might be a losing record. You don't know. And, you know, get your rookie quarterback in. See what he can do. Yeah, I mean, it's the sort of thing where if you're any other team sitting at 3-7 and seven with a freshly drafted rookie quarterback uh, or with a freshly drafted rookie quarterback on the bench and a wildly underperforming starting quarterback, you would expect you them to throw, throw them in, in their rookie quarterback and see what happened. 
Right. Um, I wonder if it is just the NFC race that has kept them, the NFC East race that has kept them from trying anything different because they were sitting at the top of the NFC East for most of the season. With a three, uh, six, and one record. Yeah. Um, but even still, I mean, you look at the next three games, Packers, Saints, Cardinals, that's not an easy schedule. You might be looking at three ten and one going into the final two divisional games. And even if you can take those games, like you're in an awkward spot still. That's still five wins if the Giants or Washington football team scrapes together two more than the Eagles are basically out of the playoffs. So I think you want to try something drastic just to see what you can get done. But that's just my thought on it. Yeah, and I feel I feel bad for Carson Wentz though, because I like, I mean, I kind of like it when like these like when FCS quarterbacks and like when FCS players make it well, like do well in the NFL, because you know, we don't see a lot of like obviously there are exceptions. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick has you know came from Harvard, Joe Flacco from Delaware, right? And then there's older names like Kurt Warner. I think was Joe Montana FCS quarterback? I believe so, but. You know, it's cool Joe when those Flacco guys like, went make to it big. Delaware. Is that SCS? Yes. Right? Uh, I believe that's... Right. So, it's cool. I mean, I was I was looking up these, like, demographics recently. Like, like 90% of NFL players are FBS. Like, 9% or, like, more than 9% are FCS. Uh, and then, like, so it's 90 FBS, 9% FC, FCS. And then, like, less than 1% is, like, Division One and Division Two players. Or Division Two and Division Three players. Uh, so it's cool. I mean, it's cool when those, like, FCS guys do well. But Carson Wentz, obviously, he when he was at North Dakota State, they were, like, winning the championship every year. But in the NFL, at first, I mean, at first, like, his start to his career was looking decent. Like, he was playing almost MVP, like... When he before he got hurt and Nick Foles led him to that Super Bowl, but he he's dropped off. It's sad to see, but I think at this point, I don't know what to do. I don't know where his career goes from here. Hey man, he's cashed in a big paycheck already. That's that's true. That's facts. Good for him, at right, least. Well, hey man, I I want to get his agent on my board, right? Right, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, no comment for Chris. All right. What's All up right, next, Raj? Morris. All right. Anyways, anyways. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to respond. Anyways, uh, we got this one's a good one though. Though I already see some uh, people doubting it. What do you think about the Titans and the Browns? And I'll start to Mike, who's been awfully quiet. Well, uh, real quick, I just want to say, uh, Rutgers is indeed wearing the black uniforms uh, from my source. Okay. Can't remember. Uh, but yeah, Rutgers is going to wear the black uniforms on Saturday. But I'm telling uh, you, man, my uh, my resource. Oh, is your resource Rutgers football's Twitter account? Um, yeah, pretty much. All right. Yep, that's what I thought. Okay. Go ahead. So, so um, yeah, I uh, what is the line on this game? I'm curious. Minus six for the for the Browns. I mean the Titans. The Titans. Oh my goodness! I was about to say, uh, you were about to hop on it, weren't you? You were about to break your break your uh, your quarantine. Yes, I, I, well, 
No, that's Sunday. That's Sunday. I'm not retired on Sunday. I'm retired. <laughs> Let's get it right, guys. All um, right, all right. So, yeah, I, th- I do think the Titans are going to win the game. Uh, do the Browns cover six? I don't know. I don't know if they cover six. I think they six. do. I think they do. The way I'm looking, I don't know, six is, six is a lot of points. The way I, the way I, I, I don't know. I, I view them, you know, they, they may push. They may, they may push. I don't, I don't see them covering that though. Yeah, the Browns okay. have scored more than ten points against a team with a winning record once this season. Uh, all right, well, we all know what Dennis is pointing towards in this one. That's why I didn't ask you, Dennis. Yeah, I just wanted to add more statistics about the Browns this year. Yeah, I don't know. I could see this game going two ways. I can see a very close Titans win, or I could see a blowout by the Titans. Like I do not see the Browns going on the road and winning this game. That's just my two cents. But, but, but yeah, I, I just don't know. I think this is uh, you know, I think let's let's dive into some of the more interesting ones. And I think this, based on the way the two teams have played the last week, I think the Rams and the Cardinals. The Rams, of course, coming off a tough loss against the 49ers. You have the Arizona Cardinals entering this game too, looking for some revenge. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of implications for the NFC East, at least. Let's just say that. I mean, NFC West. Um, everybody's kind of bunched in together. Um. I mean, I mean, I think the Cardinals need to win this one. I think it's a must win for them. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, I kind of like both of these teams, but I've also had a lot of issues with both of these teams. So it's definitely a, a proving ground for both of them as the season comes to an end. You going to give us your pick, nope. though? Or? Mike. Oh, uh, I I don't know, Cardinals. So, uh, yeah, Raj, could you uh just repeat the? I know it's the Cardinals. Who are the Cardinals playing? The Rams. Playing the Rams, who uh, are coming off a tough loss against the 49ers. Lines yes, minus three for the Rams. Cardinals are underdogs by three points. I don't know. I think uh, I think the Rams are probably gonna come come away with this game. Uh, even though I I do like the Cardinals, uh, it's just in these kind of games, in in, in game against bad defenses specifically, uh, the Rams are usually able to uh, you know, exploit those defenses with uh, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. So. You know, you know, one thing I forgot to mention, sorry, I forgot to mention this. You know, one thing I really hate about December is that there's no more Thursday night football. So now we actually all have to actually attend Chris Sakonis' weekly Thursday night football meetings at 9.30 I know. p.m. Well, now Thursday night football this awful. week is Sporting Kansas City versus Minnesota United on Fox. So uh, Nobody watches what, the MLS, Chris. What sport is that? I'm serious. Yeah, That's still, what it is. There's still Thursday night football until week 16. It's just not this week None because this week. the uh, yeah because the Steelers game got postponed. I think I'm it was sorry. supposed Wednesday to be afternoon. Western Wednesday afternoon football does not replace Thursday night football, my friends. I'm well, sorry. no, I think I, I think Steelers Washington football team or Cowboys Ravens one of the two was originally Thursday night football. Yeah, they but moved they had to it. Push it back. Um, they had to rearrange the schedule, so there's technically no Thursday night game. Perfect for you, Chris. Huh? I bet you. But there will be Thursday night football for the next couple weeks, so we can yell at Chris for that. Listen, I dropped a 
future on Minnesota United. So this is actually a pretty big sacrifice for me. Oh, that's sad. Hey, what about, you know, Air Force versus Utah State, 930, CBS Sports Network. Here you got real football. I'm excited. I, I like that game. If you consider Air, the Air Force Falcons to be real football, like they can't even keep up with the other service academies. I mean, you got you also got Louisiana Tech versus North Texas right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, well, I think that tells you. I, I think that tells you all that I need. Uh, Chris, I'll be on. Uh, I'll be in the meeting tonight. I appreciate. That. I, I I expect to see all of you there. I know Doug is a bit flaky, but I know Mike will be there, and I know Dennis will be there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been to every meeting. So there is a meeting tonight? There is. There's a meeting at 9.30. Okay. Yeah, I think Um, I I (laughs) I forgot you're not in the actual chat, so I forgot to tell you. So that's my bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not not cool enough. I get it. Um, I think I'm not in that uh, either, I think. Now, you know I didn't mean it like that, Mikey. No, of course. Um, Uh, Of course course we know that, Chrissy. Of course you did. All right, Um, I put Raj on timeout. But, uh, did you mute him? So, could I, uh, so I usually just show up to, uh, class, aka the meeting, and leave early. So, um, if the, te- if the teacher of the meeting is okay with that, um, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. No one's questioning your commitment to the station, Mikey. Appreciate that. All right, I think Raj learned his lesson. We'll put him back on. Appreciate Chris. We'll be there on time. As always, I better see you there, Raj. I, I I hope to see you there, Mike, and and everybody. Like like every week I do. Um, I think we lost Chris, but anyways. Um, what do you mean you lost me? I'm on the board. <laughs> I'm the one that I don't know where you could have gone. <laughs> I don't know. You might have lost like your glasses or something. I couldn't find them. Shut up, Raj. You don't know what you're talking about. All right. All right. Okay. All right, all right. If anybody hasn't figured it out at this point, Chris Sikonis is the only one allowed in WRSU and probably only Mike, Mike Pavlich go after him. But um, oh. am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, you're right. All right, that's what I thought. Um, all right, let's just go through the slate real quick. I think, uh, you know, the toss-up game of this week and I think the most impactful game of this week, Bills 49ers. People are giving a lot of credit to the 49ers and saying they are actually, if you're if you're not surprised, the San Francisco 49ers are favored to win this game, guys. What? A lot of people yes. came back from injury, but even still. I can't believe it. But, um, you know, as I like to tell my friends, I hammer, hammer the Bills this week. I, I, I think I prefer the Bills as well. The so Bills partly just because the 49ers for... have to play at the Cardinals Stadium, and that's sad for them. Right. It's one point. Right. It's one point. So are they even? Are they even plus money? They they are they are they're minus no they're not they're minus one hundred two actually. Uh, I mean um yeah 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 we don't know what that means. Those terms we don't agree. Uh, we don't know, Mike. Sorry sorry. Oh, but it's actually played. interesting to me. Uh, Rams Cardinals is playing at State Farm Stadium at 4.05. And then the next day, I thought it was Sunday Night Football. I lied. Ignore me. Yeah, it's actually three games on Monday Monday night. 
or Monday afternoon, Monday night football yeah. this weekend. Wait, there's well, three it's, games? It's two games on Monday. There's three games on Monday? I thought there was a game on Tuesday. Yeah, Cowboys-Ravens. Is no, there's three games on Monday, guys. There's there's one on 5 o'clock, no. another one at 5 o'clock, and another at 8-16. No way. No. No, these yeah, the right. Cowboys and the Ravens. The Cowboys, Cowboys and Ravens, Ravens is the, Tuesday. Fo- the Washington football team and the Steelers, and the Bills and the 49ers. It's going to be a great Monday. I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's what I need Isn't to do. Cowboys Ravens no, Tuesday? There's no Tuesday? Cowboys Ravens is Tuesday. It's at it's at 8.05 on Tuesday, Cowboys Ravens. Oh, okay. oh, oh, my apologies. It was it was moved. It was originally I think like that, but now it's just five o'clock Monday. My uh my uh, my, my, my handy dandy sportsbook hasn't made the uh, the change. Sorry. Wait, Did so, so it was weird. So it was they... it was all getting reported at once by like Adam Schefter, and then it was confusing because there was a lot of changes. But now it's two Monday, one Tuesday. Two Monday, one. So what was it? Five o'clock and like eight o'clock, eight thirty, something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So five o'clock on Sunday Fox, night. the football team takes on the Steelers. 8.15 on ESPN, the Bills take on the 49ers. And then on Tuesday, the next day, at 8.05, on Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon Prime, if you're into that, Cowboys at Ravens. If you're into that, does, that, does anyone fancy go, uh, you want to come over, we'll go on Prime Video and watch the game? <laughs> What do you mean? It's I like perfect, how it's perfect, I, I can uh, watch games sometimes on my uh, Yahoo Sports app on my phone, and it's just always the funniest way to watch games for me. Yeah, I the NFL app too also has games sometimes. I think it's cool though, because like it's it's like quality streaming like on your phone. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, Doug, have you still been buying those? Uh, have you still been buying those uh, jerseys or no? I have been looking, but I haven't bought anything new. The NBA website just marked down a lot of stuff, so I was thinking of buying a Hassan Whiteside heat jersey, but I did not purchase it yet. Doug, did you There's see the There's a lot the, of John Wall uh, Wizards jerseys out there, sale. too. <laughs> What'd you say, Mike? Did you see the Cyber Monday sale for the Nets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What They marked it, down, what, what was it, it like the... The uh, like the city edition jerseys, it was like 55 right. off, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, was, those jerseys are usually that. like 110, and then they were selling them like 55, which is like still kind of a lot. I like to get the ones that like when it's like sub 30, dollars like sub 20 dollars is the best, yeah. But uh, like the, if that player isn't on the team anymore, though, yeah, I know what you mean. I the thing is, like. When you buy jerseys of like current players, it's like a lot more expensive. Like I have a Landon Collins Giants jersey. Obviously, he's gone, and now Jabril Peppers has that number twenty-one. But when I got, I mean, I got the jersey as a gift. But when I got it, it was seventy-five dollars. Like if I was to purchase that jersey now, I think it's marked down to like twenty something. It's just like, I mean, you can wear it now and it's outdated, but it's just something to think about. Like for example. Anthony Davis Pelicans jersey, right? Like, I think we can agree that that's a pretty solid jersey. Anthony Davis no, that, Pelicans. That's he was a cool on the jersey. I'll I'll agree with you yeah. on that, dog. That's cool jersey. Yeah. So I didn't buy this yet, but that one's twenty seven dollars right now on the NBA website, or it was twenty seven a couple days ago. I don't know if it's fluctuated since. Yeah, then. but why? Why but would I feel you like... buy? Why would you buy a Hassan Whiteside heat jersey? Uh, well, one, it was, like, a lot. It was really, not really cheap, but it was, like, $21. Like, he was there for a few years. I mean, obviously, he wasn't an Anthony Davis-level player. But still, I mean, like, 
That's what I was thinking about. I wasn't sure if I was going to get the white side heat or the Davis Pelicans. Obviously, Davis on the Pelicans was still, you know, like a much better player. I don't know. It's just something to think about. I know, Chris, if you haven't followed our Thursday crew journey, a couple weeks ago, I purchased an Eric Bledsoe Phoenix Suns jersey and also a Josh Rosen Arizona Cardinals jersey because they are both marked down very cheap. A Josh Rosen Arizona Cardinals jersey. Thank you, Chris. Yes. And <laughs> he spent one season there, then he went Chris, to you've Miami. Chris, you've been missing out, man. I'm, I'm telling you, you've been missing out. Dan Levitard <laughs> got let go from ESPN today, and that is the dumbest thing I've seen all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Chris, that's rough. A Josh Rosen. <laughs> the guy was traded after his rookie year. Yes, he was. <laughs> After his rookie year, why would you even purchase anything? (laughs) Mark Sanchez took the Jets to two AFC title games, and and most Jet fans would not wear a Mark Sanchez jersey if you paid them. (laughs) I mean, if you paid me, I might do it. Okay, maybe, but like, would you would you pay money for one? Wait, wait, wait! I got a great idea for you. I got a great, I got a great idea for you, Doug. I got a great idea for you. Go get a Nick Foles Rams jersey. That's a good I jersey. Saw a of, great. There were Nick Foles like Jaguars jerseys on NFL shop, but the Jaguars jerseys right now are, are really ugly in my opinion. I just don't like how they look. Hang on. I want to get like, back to the Josh Rosen thing because I feel like you're kind of trying to brush that aside. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not trying to brush it aside. I'm proud of that purchase. How much did it cost you? <laughs> it was like $20, like $22. I think. $22? I, I said, Chris, would you, would you rather – Take $22 and purchase a Josh Rosen jersey or just go fancy, take $22 and put it on red at the casino. Like, which one is more of a waste of money? Might as well just set the $22 on fire. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, you know what? You know what? We're going to let the internet solve this as it solves all other problems. We're going oh to put on the goodness. Twitter poll, would you buy a Josh Rosen jersey for $22? It's jo- Josh Rosen, Arizona Cardinals jersey. You have to specify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have I don't to think really it should this. matter, but okay, fine. <laughs> oh Doug, man, dude, that's too funny, a, Doug. Uh, Doug, you're too funny sometimes. Doug, you the thing is, a, like, uh, Danilo Gallinari Knicks jersey. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I'm not even embarrassed by this. Like, I, I am fine with the purchase. I am happy with it. Well, you shouldn't Amen. be. The most- Amen. Chris, Chris, listen to this. Doug gets gets a kick out of, you know, if he, he'll go to a Mets versus Reds game, say, and he'll go there wearing a freaking Pittsburgh Pirates Andrew McCutcheon jersey. <laughs> All right, that's not that bad oh, of a jersey. Boy, here we go. Yeah, well, yeah, the thing is, uh, this, this relates back to my story where I wear jerseys for teams that are not playing in the matchup. So I went to a... Uh, Washington Nationals versus Mets game in Washington, and I wore a Saquon Barkley t-shirt jersey. Not my Saquon. I don't have a Saquon Barkley jersey, but the t-shirt jersey, nonetheless. And that did turn some heads, because there are a lot of Mets fans there. And obviously some Mets fans are Jet fans, but the Mets Giant fans did like it. So some people did point it out to me. They liked it. Doug, I love you, man, but if you called into this station (laughs) and said that, I would have dumped you and blocked you. I'm sorry. Yeah. You would have dumped me and blocked me. Yeah, I, I mean, well, the Josh Rosen jersey. jersey, like, that's unforgivable. 
Yeah, I like my Jewish quarterbacks. What? No, no, no. Oh my God. Oh my God. Please, Chris, please listen to his reasons for buying the Josh Rosen jersey. And then I'm going to tell you, Doug, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told you three weeks ago. <laughs> and yeah, Chris, you got to listen to this. I don't even remember. Is this because he's a Jewish quarterback? Is that thing? Because I do like Jewish yeah. quarterbacks. I mean, Sid Luckman yeah, with the Bears that, that in the 1940s. That. He's It's good. You know, Josh Rosen's continuing the yeah, legacy. Chris remembers that. Jewish quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, obviously, you know, he didn't last, but he was still there. I want to see what Chris's reaction is in real time the, the right way, now. The way you and, said it, Doug, on our show like three weeks ago was hilarious. Be nice if you know like I could go back to the podcast and listen to it again. <laughs> well, here, I mean, Chris, if you want to know, uh, after Doug said what he did say, I, I said, Doug, you're an idiot. If that makes anything better. But uh, no offense, Doug. Much love. No, it's all good. It's all good. I... I mean, personally, I think, like, Josh Rosen, at least, you know, he was a high pick. I think my, before my Josh Rosen purchase, I bought a Tyler Eifert Bengals jersey, which I also have. Oh, my why? God. Wait, How was you throwing that one? Tyler How was you throwing that one? Please tell me. I don't remember. I think it was, like, 19 or $20. Oh, my Lord. What, really? For Tyler Eifert? Yeah, I mean, he was there for a look, few years. I get, look, I get, the, I get the Anthony Davis Pelicans jersey. I really do. But I don't get the other ones. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, because I like buying... Yeah, or, you go, Mike, you go, go ahead. You go, Doug. Sorry. No, Rob. I like to buy... buy uh, I'm sorry. Would you buy a Kevin Durant Golden State Warriors jersey, Raj? No. Like, like, do you think it's a nice jersey, at least? I could see why people think it's a nice jersey, but uh, I would buy. How about this? I'll buy a Kevin Durant OKC jersey. Okay, fair, fair. But like, why in the world would you buy a freaking Tyler Eifert jersey? I I, know, I like to support. It's like if I went players. and bought an Amadi Stoudemire New York Knicks jersey. Maybe worse. And I don't know how you guys will react to this, but none of those are the most obscure jersey I own. Oh boy! Oh, get, you gotta tell me some more jerseys. I gotta get the dumb yeah. button ready. <laughs> okay, so even even Chris Aconis, as a Nets fan, probably doesn't know who this is. But the most oh, obscure sorry. jersey I own is a number thirteen Brooklyn Nets Jorge Gutierrez jersey, who played I know exactly in. Who that is. <laughs> yeah, he Jorge played in Gutierrez. I, yes, I also know who that is. Okay, yeah, he was there very briefly. He played in 25 regular season games for the Nets. I'm pulling up his stat line games. right now. <laughs> I think yeah, he, he was played like... He, uh, he was the fourth he... Mexican-American in the NBA or something like that. Yes, fourth yes, okay. You know, I, you got, I, you know, I mean, I mean, Doug, right? You're buying these jerseys for $25. You can get some legitimate, like, real jerseys for, like, $35. Look, like, Jorge Gutierrez won. I got to take the tax. If he didn't buy two jerseys... Wait, hold on. Who got you that as a gift? A, a real jersey. <laughs> oh, my uh, my parents did because I I, okay. I like I really liked Jorge Gutierrez. Uh, okay. Because at the why? time, why why why? Uh, uh, so I think it was eighth or ninth grade, and I I religiously watched Brooklyn Nets games, right? Like I watched every single one, so I I pretty much knew the whole roster. And then it was right. deep in the fourth quarter, one game, and they put him in, and I didn't know who he was. Like I had missed like. I didn't see the news that they signed him to a 10-day. So I was, like, super confused. Like, I didn't know who this guy was. And so I started researching him, and he became my favorite player. 
and I talked about him like every day because I really thought he was cool. And then I got his jersey, and then like two weeks later, he got cut or whatever, and he was gone. You know what? That's so, great. That's, like that's, that's my favorite Jeremy thing I've Lin ever heard. Game. It's Jeremy like Lin. Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin had had a solid two and a half weeks. Jorge Gutierrez yeah. had a solid six minutes. Oh yeah, he, he didn't even have a solid six like minutes. He just had a points. six minutes. Now, funny thing about Jeremy Lin, I saw I have a a Joe Johnson next jersey as well. I have a lot of jerseys, and I oh, feel like you guys would. God. No, Joe Johnson was good with the Nets. He was like an all-star lever, all-star. Yeah, no, that's, like that's a nice jersey. Yeah, so I saw someone when I was at high school uh, wearing a seven Nets jersey. And I was like, yo, I guess I'm not the only person who owns a Joe Johnson Nets jersey. I thought it was pretty cool. And then I saw the back, and it was a Jeremy Lin Nets jersey because Jeremy Lin wore seven yep. with the Nets. And I was like, yep. oh. They gave him a three-year no. contract. Yeah, and now you guys all know who has seven for the Nets. It went from Joe Johnson to Jeremy Lin to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Jorge Gutierrez. <laughs> do you yes, want to? Do you guys want me jersey. to read off Jorge Gutierrez's stat line while he was in Brooklyn? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> right like like one point two points a game. Would you rather uh, Josh Rosen or Jorge Gutierrez jersey? Which one, Chris? Like which one I'd rather own? No, I'm asking or Chris, where? which would you rather own? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I mean, I don't think Jorge Gutierrez had a hot tub in his dorm room, so there's put it, that. Put it, to the Twitter, put it to the Twitter poll. All right, I I'll put that boots. in the Twitter poll in a second. Uh, meanwhile, Jorge Gutierrez in 2013-2014 averaged four points per game, two assists per game, 16 minutes per game on 46% shooting and 25% from behind the arc. I also I also got some information on his on his on his on his jersey sales too. Okay. Uh, there was only one jersey sold for sixty dollars. That that makes one me jersey very sold? happy. I don't know. My... <laughs> only one jersey was sold. I remember when my Doug, parents got that. For Doug, me. your jersey yeah, might what? just be the one jersey that was sold. <laughs> I remember. I told my parents I wanted that one specifically for my birthday, and like they couldn't find it on like the NBA website because it was too obscure. So they had to find some like eBay seller to get it. I remember I, I was really happy. Your answer, guys. That's, Wait, that's so there's amazing. like a black so market happy. for Jorge Gutierrez jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you cop a Johan Petro throwback while you were at it? Oh my! God. I did not. I did not. Like how you answer that like it's a serious question. <laughs> he did, he did. Oh, I, I am a big fan of obscure jerseys, as you guys can tell. I thought you were just trying to get cheap jerseys at a big name store, but now you, I, what I'm getting the sense yeah. here is like you're just buying anything you get your hands on. Yeah, I I don't know. I like jerseys. I think they're cool to look at. I have a lot of Giants and Nets jerseys, and now I'm trying to like expand my horizon You know, with the Eric Bledsoe. Do, do, do your Josh parents Rosen. say anything about your collection or no? Um... They, um, I showed my dad the the Rosen and the Bledsoe jersey because he he's a big sports fan as well, and I showed my mom them too. I mean, they liked them; they thought they looked nice. Uh, my dad didn't like; he thought it was interesting that I got the Rosen one because obviously Rosen's was been terrible as a starter, but I think it looks cool. I mean, I like the Cardinals jerseys; I think they look nice. Doug, Doug, do you have a Brian Scalabrini Nets jersey by any chance? I do not. I do not. You, you need a hop I on have that a that one okay. That I would actually buy. 
Yeah, that yeah, might be all Brian Scalabrini was like, he was like the Alex Caruso of 15, like 10, 15 years ago. Except I feel like, what team did Scalabrini win with? Was it the Celtics in 08? Yeah, I think he won with it the was. Celtics. Right, right. I, oh, a very cool thing I have, it's not an officially, mer- like, it's not official NBA merchandise, but it's a reversible jersey. So on the outside, it's a Brooke Lopez Nets jersey, and then you turn it inside okay. out, and it's Dwight Howard Magic. And I thought that was, it's like, it's pretty cool. It's like, it's kind of an ugly material. It's like not an official NBA jersey, but like the fact that it's reversible is cool. I guess Dwight Howard Magic isn't that bad. Yeah, he was good there from like 09 to like 11. Like he was probably like, I think he was like finishing second in MVP voting to LeBron. Obviously the game's like shifted a lot now, so you can't really have like a traditional big like him without a three-point shot leading your team. Ooh, uh, but Dwight Howard he was dominant. Is, is, Dwight Howard's a Hall of Famer. And if, if you disagree, you didn't watch basketball for a solid span of five years. Yeah, I mean, he led them. He said he thinks Dwight Howard's a Hall of Famer, like, definitely. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, for sure. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Dude, he was so dominant on the. For, like, a few years, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a few years, though. He was, like, all. He was all NBA defensive team for, like, four or five years, first all NBA. He led right. the NBA in, in blocks numerous years. You know, he 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 brought them to the championship, and now he has a ring with the Lakers. He, he's all – listen, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, and I think it's a shame that more people didn't see him in his prime. Not going to argue with it, but yeah, yeah. It, it's a fair point. I mean, the game has – really like shifted a lot over the last like eight to ten years with the the valuing of the three-point shot and how teams like orient their strategy so i it's kind of sad how like dwight howard's game is kind of like the importance has fallen off in terms of his championship ring i like I, i definitely agree with you that he has like a really like like his legacy argument is strong the thing is that ring like he wasn't like a main guy on that team you know like for example, Gary Payton, obviously, I'm going to use, I think this example is comparable. Gary Payton was, like, incredible with Seattle in the 90s. And, like, he did win a ring with the Heat in 2006, but, like, that's not really, like, an integral part of his legacy. Like, if you know what I mean. Like, his legacy was built in the 90s in Seattle. So, with Dwight Howard, it's kind of the same thing. Like, this ring, like, it's kind of weird. Like, he wasn't really a mean guy there. So it it does it's like a ring, but it's like and obviously rings are team accomplishments. They're not player individual accomplishments. So it's it's worth something, but he wasn't that main star or you know the number two or number three piece. I don't know. I feel like a ring is a ring. Like a ring is a ring, yeah. But like for example, the two thousand sixteen Cavs, like that was mostly you know LeBron. Kyrie, Kevin Love, if you're looking like down the bench to like Dante Jones and whoever else was there, the ring, sure, it means something for those guys too, but like, like, I'm trying to say, like, the stars drive the team. Now, but at the same time, a ring, a ring is a ring, yes. A ring is a ring. Come on. Uh, when you're looking like, at, like, for example, you, you want to. 
if you want to like auction off like LeBron James ring versus Richard Jefferson's ring, obviously LeBron James ring is going to be higher in value. I get it from that standpoint, but a ring is a ring. I mean, people always say, you know, all he needs is a ring to solidify his his NBA career, his NBA legacy, and like people always get it late. So uh, I don't know. I think a ring is a ring. Yeah, definitely. I'm just saying, like, like Michael Jordan's six are obviously worth more than, like, Robert Ory's seven. Like, things like that. Because Michael Jordan was the, you know, main guy. Not even, like, he was the guy, right? And then, look at Robert Ory. He was just kind of, like, a contributor on seven teams that won a championship. Right. I did want to. I know. I know. I'm. I'm diverging here, and we'll step aside after this. But I did want to confirm that today in Shiano's press conference, he did confirm that both Noah Vedral and Raekwon O'Neal are expected to be back, but nothing is guaranteed this weekend. And welcome back. You know what that music means. It's time for Rapid Fire. Mike Nichols, Doug Willig, Dennis Geisler, myself, Rasha, Chris Akonis pushing the buttons back in the studio at College Avenue. Uh, guys, we covered a lot today, but we're going to do a, a bit extended Rapid Fire segment. A lot of news breaking today. Uh, first, we'll go to the Rockets. Uh, the Rockets Wizards trade. The uh, Houston Rockets sent Russell Westbrook to the Washington Wizards and acquired John Wall and a first-round pick in 2023 to slaughter uh, I think it's a safe lottery pick is what they're getting in return. Um, guys, initial thoughts. Who's the winner? Who's the loser? And uh, where do both teams go from here? I think that – or not even I think that. You can look at the numbers. Both players are really, really bad, inefficient shooters who have good passing ability and, like, you know, high assist rates. John Wall is coming off, you know, two years of injury, so his value is probably – Slightly lower than Westbrook's. That's why Washington had to throw in the first-round pick to make up the difference. But neither of these guys are really, like, I don't think this changes anything. It's kind of just swapping the same guy for each other. Uh, I'm going to disagree with that one, but all right, go ahead. I'll throw it to Mike. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm a little bit in the minority. I I kind of want to see uh, John Wall. He's two years younger than Russell Westbrook. I don't think Russell Westbrook is that good. I don't think he's a winning um, player. And, you know, I think getting John Wall back uh, after an Achilles injury, so that is a big, big question mark. But I think that he has a lot of potential, and I think that this could be a really nice pickup for the Rockets. And, even if the Rockets choose to dish off uh, John Wall, they still got a first-round pick from, from the trade anyway. So uh, I kind of think the Rockets uh, got the better end of this trade. Wow, I'm, I'm stunned right now. Uh, Dennis, please uh, please tell me you think otherwise. Uh, I mean, I've seen John Wall play in person a couple times. He's pretty good at basketball. Uh, I don't think the Rockets are immediately going to get a ton of value out of this. Obviously, Russell Westbrook's a great player, but at the same time, I don't know. Like, for the long term, 
that first round pick could mean a lot. Uh, so it's just a question of what they can get for that and how much of rebuild mode that the Rockets might be going to with how many of their big stars might be leaving in the near future. Right, right. It's a 2023 pick, so maybe uh, maybe an RU Hoops guy, maybe. Maybe. No, maybe. We have... What do you think, Raj? What do you think about the trade? I don't know. I don't know. I, I personally think the it's it's a win for whoever got Russell Westbrook. I think the Wizards won. Um, I don't think John Wall is nearly the talent that Russell Westbrook is. So How do you think uh, the Wizards Russell the Westbrook and Bradley Beal are going to play together? Uh, I'd rather not comment. I think, uh, you know, Westbrook will be himself like he was in the OKC. Let's just say that. All right. <laughs> Wait, but Ross, what about I think this was gonna Russell end Westbrook's... Like, look at his... Like, his shooting percentages are so bad. Like, he's... Right. He shot, like, 26% from three last year. And that's... And, like, on, like, four... Like, 3.7 attempts a game. Corey Gutierrez shot 25% from three, but you're still buying his jersey. Yeah, but, like, on how many attempts per game, though? Like, he was... Jorge was playing garbage What about Gutierrez? What about Gutierrez? How many did he have? How many threes? Yeah. How many threes? I mean, he was playing. He wasn't. He wasn't playing substantial minutes. I thought he was a very cool guy. I thought he was very cool. I liked him, but he wasn't because like because he was a bench player. Like because he was random. Like Westbrook is playing like substantial minutes and like being really inefficient in them. And and like his team, his teams like don't win, right? I mean, like I don't know. I I just don't think this is a win for the Rockets. I think the Rockets pretty much shipped him off because they didn't like having him around and. Um, this is the best they could get for him. I think, I think, to be honest, that's what it is. I mean, if you look at what they gave up to get Westbrook and then what they got in return, they lost out. So I, I, that's all I think it is. Um, oh, all they, right, let's, well, let's switch I'm things sorry, over to... Yes. Raj, they gave up, what, like four first-round picks? Like a ridiculous number. I think it was like three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, no. They definitely lost out. Um, uh, yes. I agree with you there. They gave up a... Substantial hole to get Russell Westbrook. Uh, the Oklahoma Just to beat the OKC in seven games in the first round, but yeah. Yep. Okay. OKC um, is uh, is sitting pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll switch over things to football now. Um, it says Ryan Day has says that the Ohio State Buckeyes are going to be shorthanded against the Michigan State Spartans. He did not specify uh, how shorthanded they will be, but do you think this is really going to make a difference in in this game? Probably not. No, in general, I think the, the answer is probably not. <laughs> uh, he will also, Ryan Day is also not going to be coaching the team as well. He's going to be sitting at home. Um, guys, do you think this makes any difference? I mean, Mel Tucker, he'll probably have his crew out there with him. No. Um, no. no. Just, just a big I, yeah, I mean, if they were playing a whole season like this, then maybe it would be an issue. But Michigan State's not a terrible team, but they're not... Ohio State level, not this year. Right, right. No, I agree with that. Not ever. I agree. So uh, we'll keep moving along. All right, how about this, guys? I, I thought this is a very interesting fact. LSU last year beat Alabama, the Crimson Tide, 46-41. to 41. Um, Going into the game this weekend, they are 29.5-point underdogs. Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm taking Alabama against the spread. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, they just slaughtered Auburn. 
these last are like week. these are like Rutgers level S spreads. I'm not even gonna lie. I, and I mean that's LSU's just bad Rutgers this year. Also, Alabama can really score. Oh yes, and they can score in a hurry if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited so, to see this Mike, Alabama team come playoff time no. definitely. Because they haven't really been tested this year, I don't think. Um, but when we get into the playoff, we see them against a Clemson team, um, maybe an Ohio State or a Notre Dame. That'd be an interesting thing to watch out for. No, no, I, I think I think that's a very good point. Um, moving forward, uh, we'll see. Uh, another game has been canceled. Number nineteen, Richmond, uh, NCAA men's basketball is pausing all activities and game at the College of Charleston uh, because of COVID concerns. Guys, it continues to derail the basketball season. I mean, just looking at the next couple of weeks with the way things are trending, um, how shortened do you think this basketball season is going to be over over the next uh, next month or so? Uh, it's got to be a mess for the entire season, probably. Um, but that's what college football has been. That's what NFL has been. That's what basically everything has been. So I don't know what well, they NFL expected. Has handled it. I think the NFL has handled it. I mean, you could poke some holes in how they've handled it, but they've had to cancel zero games so far. So I think the NFL oh has God. done well, they, a they much better job than college job. football. They rammed in a game last night, but okay. But still, no yeah, games they, have been they, canceled yet. They did a yet. terrible job of handling that game. Come on, bro. But no games have been canceled yet. That you can't say that. I think the NFL football. also well, had I mean, somewhat of yeah. an easier job just because they do have a very it's not an easy schedule There's to work with teams. necessarily, but it is a flatter schedule. Simpler. You don't have to be simpler, right? Yeah. Listen, you could say But it's still an accomplishment. It's still an accomplishment, but at the same any time. Cancel games, but they took a game from Thursday night football and put it on at three o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. So, like, I guess yeah, the, the game wasn't canceled, but, I mean, Robert Griffin III was strong to dead Bryant. So. Yeah, it was unfortunate timing, obviously. Like, the timing was not ideal. But, still, every game has a, happened so far. Like, college games have been canceled left and right. And I know it's tougher. you got 130 FBS teams. You know, FCS whole separate thing, Division two and three separate. But even so, 130 teams in FBS alone... So that's a tougher thing. But games have been getting canceled left and right. Okay? And you look at the NFL, sure. The Steelers-Ravens I mean, you also have to say, worst. like, the NFL players are paid. It's literally their job to not get COVID, while right. a lot of these college people, I mean, they're not paid. I can't expect as much out of them. Hey, they get stipend. I think so. <laughs> so far, though, the Ra- with the Ravens thing being the worst, part of what's happened you know other than the tight ends earlier in the year but ravens or 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 potentially the the broncos game where they could didn't have a quarterback that was that that was tough but that was also i competitively it was bad but if i understand the reports correctly the the broncos players and quarterbacks were not following protocol and not wearing masks yeah (laughs) yeah but that's so the nfl's problem right well exactly like Dennis said, start handing game, out losses, right, Dennis? Exactly. The game went on. Every game so far has gone on in the NFL. I think that's a very big accomplishment. I think what the NBA did was a very big accomplishment, but oh, uh, that was that was huge. The, the bubble was definitely phenomenal. I mean, how well that worked out with zero positive cases. 
I think that's like the biggest success story so far, other other than the other bubbles we've seen. All those bubbles, you know, NBA, WNBA, NHL. I, I think there's been more, but the, we saw the bubbles worked, and now we're seeing what happens when you don't have a bubble. But I think, I don't know, people like to, they like to say bad things about the NFL. I think they've done a good job so far. Wasn't there, uh, Chris uh, Sakonis, wasn't there a uh, bubble in the other football? Yes, the MLS is back tournament. The, the other football, you mean? Yes. 